Good afternoon, Warrior fans, wherever you are, and welcome to another exciting day of Amity Warrior Sports. And this time, it's not football. It's not basketball. It is state volleyball with the Amity Warriors traveling to Burns to take on the Highlanders here in this opening round of the 3A state playoff uh, for volleyball. And... Uh, Derek Barnett over here with me uh, just made the trip over this morning, and we are excited to bring you volleyball action. Now, there is a disclaimer that comes with this. I have never done play-by-play -play for volleyball before, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I have an idea what it might sound like, but uh, we'll actually have to wait and see um, how this happens. But uh, we got over here and found out that the Jetpack MiFi that I usually use has great reception over here, three or four bars of LTE, uh, but the LTE in Burns doesn't actually conduct data, so your cell service is fine. You can message, but there's no data, so we had to scramble around and get connected to their Wi-Fi here, and uh, so hopefully we have a stable connection and you're able to uh, enjoy the entire broadcast here without having to worry about uh, getting knocked off of the network, so we'll see. So far, so good. So, uh, get you set up here a little bit with uh, what's going on today. Uh, the Highlanders and the Warriors meeting this first round. This is a, uh, a tough matchup for the Warriors. Warriors come into this having to make, obviously, a long trip over here and uh, play a uh, top-seeded team here in Burns. Uh, the Highlanders, I'll give you some uh, data on them here in just a second as I pull that up. Somewhere I will have it for you. Burns comes in as the number uh, six seed. Warriors as the number uh, 11 seed here in the tournament. And the Highlanders are uh, a team that comes in with just four losses, I believe, on the year. If I've got that record right. No, six losses. Excuse me. 24 and six overall. Uh, they had the number seven rank in the state, moved up to number six seed for the tournament. Uh, their losses uh, came to Kennedy, one of the best 2A teams, uh, to Salem Academy. Both of those were on the first um, tournament of the year at Kennedy High School back in August. They then had losses to LaGrande, a 4A school, uh, on the road in Baker, and had a loss at Henley and a loss against Vale twice. Uh, here in league action before beating Vale for their league title. Uh, so the Warriors are uh, looking for a, uh, a tough, tough matchup here today, I think. Uh, the Highlanders are uh, a fairly experienced team. They've got, I think, six seniors out there uh, and a bunch of juniors, and uh, they are um, well-versed in... Uh, coming into these uh, difficult tournament situations and playing well. They played a pretty tough schedule this year in their non-league. Like I said, traveling to Baker and playing LeGrand and other large schools there, uh, playing Salem Academy in the early season. We know how tough Salem Academy is. And if you look at the, uh, the whole bracket here for 4A, uh, Sandy Am Christian is the top-ranked team coming into the state tournament. They're taking on Warrington. The number two team is Salem Academy. That's a team that the Warriors were able to uh, take down in Amity during the regular season, at least on one occasion. Uh, the number three seed is Cresswell, a team that the Warriors would love to have another shot at. Felt like they could have been more competitive against them than they were earlier in the season. Uh, number four seed is Catlin Gable. They're playing Vale. Cresswell is playing Sio. 
we got a pretty good idea how that game is going to go. Uh, Catlin Gables, I said, the number four seed hosting Vail. Number five seed is South Umpqua hosting Oregon Episcopal. The number six seed is Burns hosting your Amity Warriors. The number 11 seed, number seven is Horizon Christian out of Twalton hosting Cascade Christian. And the number eight, nine matchup is Sutherland hosting Harrisburg. Should the Warriors get out of here with a win, they would then uh, face Cresswell in the first round next weekend at Forest Grove. And they'd be part of the final eight. So 16 teams right now. we whittling it down to eight today. And from that point, we'll be at Forest Grove. So just one game on the road. Uh, now, before we get started with uh, volleyball, we've got about 16 minutes here before the game gets going as the Warriors have taken the floor to do their hitting. Uh, the last night, uh, the boys' football team wrapped up their regular season with a 54-0 win over uh, over the uh, Dayton Pirates at home, and so a nice big win for the Warriors to wrap up their season. Warriors finished with two losses on the year: uh, one to On Alaska Washington and one to uh, and I uh, a week ago, and. Uh, the Warriors go into the state football playoffs ranked uh, number four in the state. They actually moved up one. We thought, if you listen to Ron and I last night, uh, we thought that the Warriors might actually drop uh, a spot uh, just because of the lack of competition that Dayton would provide in terms of their ranking coming into that game. But uh, it turned out that Klatskanai is the one that kind of took it in the shorts, uh, so to speak. And uh, Derek's going to join me here in just a minute once he gets ready, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But Klatsk and I actually dropped a couple of spots in the rankings, and they go into the state playoffs, I think, with the sixth ranking uh, and actually get a pretty tough first-round uh, matchup uh, and <clears throat> will come in with a pretty good chip on their shoulder, I think. Uh, so Klatsk and I dropped because they played Blanchett. Blanchett was ranked even lower than Dayton. Uh, and... The way the rankings work, uh, the loss they had to Hepner on the road at Hepner and the loss they had at LeGrand, uh, a 4A school, uh, both of those losses really ended up hurting them. And as a result of that, uh, and then uh, even though they beat Blanchett, they ended up dropping in the rankings. And so uh, Klatsk and I actually sitting uh, at the 60 coming in. So just joining me now, Derek Barnett, uh, Amity Athletic Director. How are you today, Derek? Oh, doing good. Made a nice long drive over with you this morning. I, I don't remember it being that long. Well, you slept half the way. Oh, yeah. Hey, that might have had something to do with it. So, uh, appreciate Derek doing the driving. Uh, you know, some of us, we have different talents in life. Derek's a great driver. <laughs> uh, we do have a good trip. The weather is absolutely fantastic over here in Burns. The, the uh, data on the LTE is non-existent, but the... Uh, but the weather is wonderful. It's probably uh, pushing 60 degrees over here today by the time the highs hit, at least into the 50s. Sunny, uh, no wind, and a uh, beautiful day for a football game. But we're inside playing volleyball. I'll give you a little description here. I would, uh, as I was telling Derek beforehand, I, I'm guessing it's been um, a long time since Burns passed a facilities bond. Uh, we're in a dome. If um, I'm trying to remember... If anybody, when the last dome in in uh, kind of our league area existed, I'm not sure who had it. Um, I've seen a few of these around the state. Uh, typically, they're in some of the small rural towns where passing a bond is uh, next to impossible. Uh, but 
this dome style, so you have these big arched glue lamb beams from the 50s and uh, acoustic tile ceiling, kind of rectangular acoustical tiles. And uh, at least the lights have been upgraded, but you know, big air handlers <laughs> just kind of attached to this ceiling going up at a curve. And uh, so it's just kind of one big dome. And uh, it'll be a little different environment for our girls, Derek. Yeah, uh, we talked about earlier about how it be uh, this kind of dome is going to be really, really loud. Uh, so it can be a home court advantage, but after our last uh, home playoff game against Sio, I think we were able to match that a little bit. Here. Well, we, we turned out well in that one, didn't we? The fans were fantastic. The girls played outstanding. That was a, uh, a really impressive night of volleyball for our girls. They uh, won the first two. Uh, lost the third game, came back, won the fourth one pretty handily. And uh, so as we come into this, uh, Warriors have four seniors on this roster, uh, but there is no playoff experience. Um, the last time the Warriors were in the playoffs was 2012. And, uh, 2013. 13? 13. 13. 13. I think it was 12. 13? Did they make it the next year, too? Okay. So uh, I was thinking it was lost to Valley Catholic was the last time we played. Okay, that would have been 2012. 2013 graduation class. Yes. So yeah, right. class of 13. Okay. So I, was, I didn't remember making it the next year, but, um, yeah, so it's been a while. Valley Catholic, now 4A school, uh, and the Warriors have uh, finally returned to the state playoffs. Uh, that was a quick route up at Valley Catholic. I went up to that game. It was my first year in Amity, and um, it was a mismatch. Uh, the Valley Catholic girls dispatched of us in three very quick games, uh, and it was pretty obvious from the outset that they were the superior team. Uh, tonight, this afternoon, uh, hopefully a little different story. Uh, Warrior Girls, one of the better defensive teams that I've seen this year. Uh, we don't have the middle blockers. We don't have the, the natural size that some teams have. Uh, we're not going to do a lot of quick hitting at the net uh, that some, some bigger teams will do. Uh, but what our girls do is play outstanding defense. Uh, they are great at prolonging a rally, keeping a ball alive, uh, and continuing to fight through. And so uh, when our girls are really locked in, they are one of the top defensive teams I've seen all year uh, and a great passing team and so they do make the job much easier um, on the setters and on the hitters by outstanding passing and so I think it's going to be the key is whether or not we can play our game or not uh, and not get caught up trying to play whatever game that Burns likes to play and I haven't seen any video on this Burns team uh, they're not huge they run uh, about three girls at 510 uh, but from what I know uh, over the years of watching some of these Eastern Oregon schools is that uh, typically the girls are pretty tough over here. Uh, a lot of a lot of girls have grown out in the country and done a lot of farm work, and, and they have a, a mentality of, of uh, really wanting to um, kind of uh, physically punish you. You know, they're... We've seen this Burns team at Lapine in basketball, very physical basketball team, um, and uh, so have been a tough matchup for us there. And so as uh, I'm getting a chance to watch them hit now here for the first time and kind of see who uh, technique-wise, who their hitters are, they got some girls that can really get up. Uh, and I'll start talking a little bit about their kids here so you're familiar with them. Uh, what I'm seeing is an Allie Hookman, uh, 5'10 junior, who I've seen play basketball, a good athlete, uh, looks to be a pretty good hitter for them. Uh, their setter actually has pretty good hops too. It's uh, uh, Caden Wraith, who I believe also played basketball for them, a 5'4 junior. 
Uh, and then they do have a little bit of size. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, at 5'10", they've got a couple of girls uh, that come in at that. Uh, you got the Hookman girl and then Kyla Epling, uh, number 14, is uh, also 5'10", and Jenna Garner, number 9, is a 5'10", senior. And so... They've got, uh, they got some kids that are going to be, I think, a handful at the net, but we've seen that before. This is something that our girls have had a battle, as I mentioned. We don't have a lot of those, we don't have the big middle hitters, you know, since uh, Riley Stearns took off, went to Colorado on us. Uh, we haven't had that six-foot-plus girl um, at the net to really intimidate hitters or to get that quick hit on the offensive side. And so it uh, really requires our girls to be even more fundamentally sound uh, than what you might uh, have to be if you had some of that size advantage. But... Uh, definitely, as I watch this, uh, the Hookman girl and the Epling girl, definitely uh, very powerful hitters here, uh, very athletic, and, and uh, really putting the ball down at a sharp angle here during warm-ups. Now, warm-ups are one thing. Uh, that can change a lot once you get into a game. Uh, you know, you don't want to ever try to judge a team by how they warm up. Uh, there's no defense, and everything is perfect on the sets because they're just a toss at the net. And so uh, we won't judge too much from this, except we can kind of see some of that athleticism and, you know, kind of who has hops and who, who really explodes on the ball and who doesn't. And what I'm seeing right now is I'm guessing the Hookman's going to get uh, the majority of the setting. Uh, they have her listed as an outside hitter. And so uh, the two players that you look for are your, your OP, your opposite hitter, and your outside hitter, your OH. Um, and the... Uh, Depending on the coach's philosophy, one of those two is going to be the one that you are uh, really targeting and trying to get the ball to the most. Um, so uh, the middle blocker for this team is only 5'9", but a, uh, a real um, athletic-looking girl at 5'9". Looks like she's really quick off the ground. Uh, and so um, I think that's the... Uh, what we're going to see this game is, is uh, some of those kids that I've mentioned here, Hookman, uh, Garner, are the two uh, outside and opposite hitters, and then the middle blocker, uh, Mariah Atencio. I think we'll see quite a bit of her. So we'll, uh, we'll know more once this game gets started. Uh, now, a little bit of different format today for me uh, because this is going to be on the radio. Um, I actually have... Um, I would normally be running commercials, but KLYC was sold last, this last year, and uh, we do not yet have a coordination with them in terms of getting local commercials up, so you'll get the spots from On Point Bank and from OSAA, and other than that, you're going to get Derek and I talking all day. Derek, let's talk a little bit about football here, get the guys up to speed out there on what's happening, guys and gals, up to speed on what's happening with the football. So our boys will be playing uh, Brookings Harbor. Uh, Harbor, we come to us again. We'll be playing in, we played uh, them in the second round last year. First round? First round. First round last year. Uh, that'll be a Saturday game. Is that correct? Saturday at 1 o'clock in Amity. So next Saturday, 1 p.m. Uh, if you can't be there, we'll definitely have that game on both um, on the live stream and on KLYC on the air is the plan. And uh, tell me about what do we know about uh, Brookings Harbor from last year or uh, what do we know about them this year? Actually, I don't know a whole lot about them yet this year. Uh, I was actually just trying to get a hold of Coach McGill to see if he can give me some tips so I can say something over the air. But, it was uh, a pretty significant mismatch last year, but we were a different team last year as well. Yeah. I, they like to spread the ball around. Um, they have, they, I mean, they're a bigger school. They like to uh, spread the ball around and run a little bit. They have some good athletes, of course. Um, I mean, they made the state playoffs, so you're going to be a decent team. So it should be a fun matchup, a good matchup for us. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, if 
you were trying to pick the, the teams that were going to get a home game prior to the season starting. Amity wasn't going to be on most coaches' list as a team that was going to be uh, back hosting a game, possibly even two games in the first round, just like we did last year. Last year we came in as the two seed into the state playoffs. This year is a four seed, but uh, top four can both have uh, can have two home games. And uh, last year it was um, first it was Brookings Harbor and then it was Nissa, and uh, both of those games are in Amity. It's a huge advantage and. Uh, so we were sitting at five, which looked like we'd get one home game and then go on the road. And then we beat Dayton last night, which I didn't think was going to help our ranking. But above us, sitting at number four, was Klatskanai. Correct. And Klatskanai won their game and dropped two places to six. <laughs> it didn't help that they were uh, playing a team that was a little lower in the rankings than us. It's uh, just kind of crazy how it all works out because uh, I know you were you're much more adept on this. You stay up to speed on kind of how how rankings might change a lot more than than most people. Uh, so you weren't totally shocked by them dropping, but did you think they dropped two spots? I didn't think two. I figured they just switched spots with us. Which, um, I didn't realize and notice that with their game against uh, who was it Legrand earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, they're a 4A school, so they, and Coach McGill brought this up to me this morning, is they're a 4A school, so they have a playing game. Since they are ranked so high, they didn't play this weekend, so they didn't get any points from that game at all. So that didn't help them in uh, gaining any ground on us. Yeah, that's huge. I hadn't even thought about that, um, but definitely a real challenge. Um, interesting. That, uh, that changes the dynamics there quite a bit. Yeah. Right? Uh, and that's, <laughs> you know, I'm sure Klatskin is not listening to this, so I'll say it. That's a scheduling mistake. <laughs> um, that's not understanding how this is all might play out over the course of the season. Because they had to figure that was going to be a loss going to Legrand. Um, you know, you'd be arrogant to assume you're going to beat, uh, you know, a, a number three decent, team in yeah, 4A. Yeah. Um, and so if you think you're going to lose, you need to look out and see how does this possibly impact us. And I don't think somebody looked at uh, kind of when our rankings will come out versus when their rankings might come out and how that might impact uh, the team. So... Uh, boys will play 1 o'clock on Saturday uh, against Brookings Harbor. Uh, so a repeat of the first round from last year. And uh, But the boys, by moving up to 4 now, um, would they win that game? Who would be their next matchup, potentially? Uh, they would have the uh, winner between Rainier and Madras. Madras will be going to Rainier that, uh, this week, or this next week. Um, and Madras is in that, that division where uh, they kind of get hammered on their league schedule a little bit because YC's in that, right? Yeah. So and YC, YC went undefeated and finished 7th. Seventh. Yeah. And dropped last night. Yeah, three spots. They were sitting, yeah, they were sitting in four, right? Yeah. And uh, no. Were they, where was Klatskanai? Klatskanai was, no, they were three, weren't they? Um, was uh, YC third? Yeah, YC was third. They, they dropped four, four spots. Um, even though they won, yeah, because that's th their league just really isn't very good. So I don't know how good Madras is. I have no idea. Uh, YC handled them. I don't know what the score was in that. Derek will pull that up for us. Um, but YC uh, probably feeling like they got jobbed a little bit. Kevin um, undefeated and ended up with a seven seed. So when they played Madras, what was the score in that game? Let's see. So it was a 27-7 loss for Madras. So. so so Madras, probably not a real strong team. Rainier should handle that game at home. Oh, well, they've already played them once this year, and they lost 44-0. Oh, well, how about that? So probably a pretty favorable rematch uh, for the Colombians up there. Uh, so uh, 
if the Warriors can handle business on Saturday, we'll see a rematch of a league game right back on Amity's Scoggins Field there uh, between the Reindeer Columbians and the Amity Warriors. And that was a game that Josh Ward got hurt in. It's a game where the Warriors shot themselves in the foot with four turnovers in the first half of that game and still led 16-14 going into halftime. But Josh hurt his shoulder, hasn't been back since then. We've got our fingers crossed on that one that uh, maybe Josh will be healthy enough to play again should we face Rainier yeah, again. Nice we really get healthy again. Because I know Rainier is starting to get healthy again too because they had a few kids out against us the first time. Uh, they had a pretty st- uh, solid running back out and the year he's back. So it will be nice to get us healthy and them healthy and see what really happens. Yeah, I will say that uh, our offensive line played extremely well against Dayton. Uh, we were out Jake Bernard, who's out with concussion. Uh, but the non-senior... Uh, Offensive line really performed well last night. Yeah. Mostly juniors with a couple sophomores on there. Uh, and uh, really like seeing Dylan Smith out there pulling on a number of plays. That's got to be a bad feeling yeah. for a defensive back to see Heavy D coming around that yeah, corner. Coming around the corner, you don't like to see him coming. But. <laughs> he may not be able to get a block because people may just simply get out of the way. Yeah, but you know our backs love following him. <laughs> All right, we are getting ready to start here. We're going to have some uh, opening lineups here. What I'm going to do is... Uh, make sure that we get our OSAA um, uh, opening plate. So we're going to do that, and then we'll be right back with the start of this first round of the state playoffs. Celebrating our 100th year, the Oregon School Activities Association welcomes you to this broadcast of an OSAA On Point Community Credit Union State Championship event. Serving more than 360,000 members, On Point Community Credit Union is the largest locally headquartered credit union and is the proud title sponsor of OSAA State Championships. We hope you enjoy today's championship event. Amity and Burns getting set to be introduced here this first round playoff game. So we're going to have our starting lineups first. Good Warrior group here today. I'll tell you what, we, have, we travel well Doesn't there. matter where we go in the state, we're traveling. Maylin Williams, number one, a senior, all-league first-team selection. Skyler Sexton, a sophomore, plays the libero. Spends her time in the back row. Second team. Yeah, second team all league. Brooke Lopez, uh, best all-around player on this team in my opinion. Uh, does it all, plays all six positions as a sophomore there. Uh, Sydney Berkey, a junior who's really come on this year and improved her game at the net. Uh, really become a, a pretty dominant force up there. Lily Trejo, a junior. Um, who has really improved a lot this year. Uh, and I was also an honorable mention selection, I believe. Yeah. And then uh, Madison Varell, and a senior. And Haley Vanderzanden, a sophomore. And uh, so we talked about a, a good defensive team uh, that passes the ball extremely well. And now you hear the Burns fans making a little noise here for their Highlanders. So their starting lineup will be number two, Kirsten Swan, a five foot four inch senior, plays in the back row. A sophomore, Sky Miller, an outside hitter, five seven sophomore. Number four, Caitlin Wright, a five nine sophomore middle blocker. Caden Rafe is the setter at 5-4, a junior. Seen her on the basketball floor. Mariah Atencio is also a middle blocker at 5-8, senior. 
And then Kaya Dobson, or Kaya Dobson, excuse me, a 5'6 sophomore will be the libero. And number 12, Allie Hookman, a 5'10 junior, rounds things out. She's the outside hitter. So we're trying to guess during the warm-ups as to uh, who those key players were. And uh, we got some of them right, anyway, uh, if not all of them. So Burns in their home white tops, black shorts with uh, purple and yellow trim. We're going to have the national anthem now as the flag comes down out of the ceiling here. And hopefully you will be able to hear this well over the air. And one of the uh, Burns students will be singing the national anthem. The flag drops down uh, very nicely uh, also with a uh, tribal flag from the uh, Burns tribe and the state of Oregon flag. started on this first round volleyball matchup here between the Burns Highlanders and your Amity Warriors. And uh, said we'll do our best here. <laughs> Not having done volleyball play-by-play play before, uh, I've watched an awful lot of volleyball over my 25 years or so of uh, being involved in high school athletics. But uh, this is a first. So Kimmy and I had actually talked about this a little bit, the potential of doing it. I told her if I do that, I need some help. They sent me. They sent you. Jeez, <laughs> oh, not exactly what I had in mind, my friend. I was kind of looking for somebody who maybe played volleyball, could offer me some insight into the inner workings of volleyball. All right. On the floor for the Warriors, across the middle row, working left to right here, we've got uh, Lopez, Vanderzanen in the middle, and Varel on the right side. In the back row, it's uh, from left to right, Maylin Williams. Uh, the libero, Skylar Sexton, and Willie Trejo. So, we are just about ready to go as the official checks out the scores table and throws the ball to Lily Trejo. She will be serving to a back row with Caden Rafe on the far side, but it looks like the key person there is going to be Kaya, Dob Kaya Dobson. She gets the dig. There's a bump to the middle, and 
number 12. That's uh, Hookman had a foot under the net, so the Warriors get the first point of the game. 1-0 Amity on uh, really a bad pass by uh, Dodson. She passes this one, leaves it a little short. It's set to the right side, and off of Trejo's hands and out of bounds, Hookman had to hit there. Set to the uh, right side there, so your opposite hitter uh, coming up with that one. Hookman put it off of the hand. I'm not sure if that one would have been in or not. It was going to be pretty deep. Hookman will have the first serve of the game for the Highlanders. Jump serve to Sexton. She hits it up to Treo. Treo sets that one to Vanderzan and off the block. Dug out of the back row by Swan. They set to the outside. It's blocked. And unfortunately, Vanderzan tried to return that block and a little bit deep. So that ball was set to the outside there. That was Caitlin Wright on the initial hit. It was blocked, came back to her. She returned it, and Van Der Zanden couldn't handle it. This jump serve. Lopez handles it to Trejo, to Van Der Zanden. Van Der Zanden, a little dink to the midcourt there. This one is set by the Highlanders, and a down ball hit by, see if I can get a number there, uh, Atencio off the hands of a Warrior player and out of bounds. 3-1 in favor of Burns. Hookman, jump serve, deep to the middle. William Torejo. Bell had the hit there off the hands. It saved Hookman with a back row kill, and she hits that one down deep. And uh, not surprising, uh, Hookman, 5'10", junior, good athlete, good basketball player, uh, causing problems for the Warriors early. Sexton with the return of serve to Trejo. She gets a nice set, and we're going to have a double hit on, Ooh. I think, Vanderzan like trying, to, trying to push that ball deep that into corner. that corner. Yeah, good idea, trying to get it away from the, the return there. Hookman up 5-1 with a serve, and Maylin Williams can't handle it in the back row. Hookman's spreading that ball around, too. She's not just picking on one person back there. 6-1, Burns off to a hot start. She's getting about six inches up the net, too, off that serve. So. Yeah, she's really got this down. She pounds this one to the back row. Williams passes it. Trejo bump sets that thing up near the middle, and uh, Brooke puts it over. This outside hit is too deep by Caitlin Wright. And she took a shot going cross-court there and was a little wide. So the Warriors pick up their second point, trail by four. And Valoria Highsmith into the game to serve for the Warriors. Highsmith had a rough night serving versus Sayo. This one's good, though. It's set to the net. Off the block and not able to handle that one. Uh, that was Atencio with the spike. A left-handed hit there. Off the block and to the floor. 7-2 burns. Server will be Britt. Fontana Britt, just a 5-1 girl, but a senior. A little jump serve from the back. Sexton sets it up to Trejo. Trejo outside to Williams. Williams pushes it towards the back row. Hookman gets it. They set it up to the net. It's blocked, and the Warriors don't handle the block well. Again, that was right, just uh, hitting off the block. The Warriors had a good block there, but there's no filling coming from yeah. the backside. And the ball falls to the floor, 8-2, Burns. How long before uh, Coach Rawlson takes a timeout here, Derek? Highsmith passes it up. There's a block at the net off of May Lins, and then tipped by Wright to the floor uh, as the Warriors don't control the pass very well. Hit it back over the net, and Wright puts it down. 9-2. 
Amity got to get some nerves out here. Yeah. They're not playing very loose. Britt with the serve. This one out of bounds. There we go, out of bounds. So that is, Warriors get a nice break there as Fontana Britt has a service error. You got uh, Vanderzanden going to be serving for the Warriors. She's back into the game. Has a nice serve handled by Wright. They set Wright on the outside, and there's nobody coming up for the back. She hits right over the top of the blockers and finds that dead zone kind of in the middle of the floor and makes it 10-3. Yeah, they're playing for that deep hit, and they're just dumping right in the middle there. Well, <laughs> Wright hits from a different angle than some of the girls we played against. I mean, yeah. she really elevates. Jump serve for the Highlanders. Passed by Lopez, and she's going to end up doing the hit, but she goes underneath the net on it. Not a good pass, and I think it's time for a timeout from Coach Ralston. Warriors really struggling with the angle, I think, that the Highlanders hit with. So much of it is coming at a steeper angle than what we're used to. Yeah. And I think we're just really struggling with where we need to be positionally to be able to handle that. Warriors down 10-3. This is a one-minute timeout is what you have in volleyball, three minutes between games. So while we're doing that, let me uh, handle a little uh, housekeeping here. As the title sponsor of the OSAA State Championships, On Point Credit Union does everything it can do to help our team and community get ahead. On Point delivers the local banking and lending its members need to reach their goals and make more possible. Visit onpointcu.com. On Point is federally insured by NCUA, equal housing opportunity. Serving for the Highlanders, Haley Skunkcap. Skunkcap, 5'4", junior, also basketball player. I've seen her on the court at the Lapine Tournament. Sexton with the pass. They set to the back row. Highsmith, good hit there. Drives it deep right with a there bad pass. They got a little confused there. Wright was trying to figure out whether or not she needed to handle the pass or not because she wants to be a hitter and uh, waited too long on that one, so the Warriors get a break there. Lopez will be serving down 11-4. Still early here in the first set. Lopez, nice jump serve. Handled by Wright. Little jump set by Rafe. There's the hit. It's picked off the ground there by uh, Olsen. Wright with the hit going the other way. Picked out and dug by Williams. They set Olsen outside. So, or Graham, excuse Ooh, me. There Olsen. we go. And we've got uh, one of the Burns players underneath that. Sorry, I said Olsen's Graham. Graham. I don't know why I said Olsen there. Caitlin Graham into the game. Did a good job there. And the Warriors close it to 11-5. Lopez jump serve. Deep middle. Handled there by Hookman. And we're going to get a lift on uh, Rafe. So none of this got called in the style game. I'm telling you. Never got called in the Valley. Tim, Tim Osman, I watched that game. Like, well, how's that not a double hit? I even asked Tashi. Who would know? Jump served by Lopez. Rafe sets outside right. Hits it off the net. Dug by Williams. Williams gets the set from Lopez and puts it in. Oh, just outside. Just that was close. The official right on top of that said it was just a couple inches out of bounds there. Hookman at the net along with uh, number 14, Epling. Providing a couple of 5'10 hitters up there. Graham digs it out. Nice pass. They set. And that is going to be out. I thought it hit her head I going by. It too. I hair thought it too. Yeah, I thought it hit uh, the hair of of uh, Fontana Britt. That was Berkey with the hit there. Looked really good, but she got out of the way. A little matrix move, I guess. Jump served by Wright. 
Not a good pass there by Graham, but the Warriors end up bumping it across. Williams gets it over there. Rafe with the set. Sets outside to Hookman. Hookman, this one dug nicely by Highsmith. Sexton will end up having to pass this over because they're not able to get the set. Rafe with the back set. And the hit by Epling dug out. Williams passes it back over. Rafe setting Hookman this time. She tips. Nice job by Maylin to dig that one up. Back set over to Graham. Bam! Puts Graham it down in the back row. Not a lot of power there, but very accurate. Put it right in between the back row players. 13-7. Ty Smith out. Vrell back into the game. Williams will be serving. Maylin, nice serve. Handled. Rafe with the set. Hits it to Hookman, and Hookman off the hand, off the thumb of Caitlin Berkey. Graham there, or Berkey, and out of bounds. 14-7. Well, she's a different kind of hitter. Yeah. I don't think we've seen one of those this year, at least not in any game I've seen. She uh, has serious elevation and great power. Jump serve from the back row by Swan, dug up by Williams. Varel on the outside. Nice hit! Run, uh, Madison Varel just driving that down that left sideline with an excellent angle. No chance for the Highlanders on that. Warriors still down six, 14-8. And starting to relax a little bit. Yeah, you get the nerves out a little bit, and some of our hitters, once they get rolling, it's we're going. Berkey to right. They hit the back row, picked up there. Set outside to Varel. Varel dug up by the libero, Dobson. They set outside. Skunk cap. Her hit dug by Berkey. They set back row to Berkey. Wright digs hers out. Rafe sets out to Hookman. Malin Williams with the dig at the net. It's tipped over. Warriors end up with it. Shot to the back row. They end up setting it. There we go. Try to do a jump pass. Pass set over the net kind of thing by Skunk Cap. And it hits the top of the net and drops on the Highlander side. 14-9. Warriors down five. Berkey jumps serve. Deep into the back row. Right sets it. The hit from the outside, Berkey with the dig. To Lopez, Lopez to Vandersand, and she goes back row. Rafe jumps set. Hookman blocked at the net. Hookman digs it back out. Right to Hookman. She's way outside. Can't hit it. Has to set it back over. Lopez back set. Oh, uh, Graham. And Graham hits the net. And uh, I don't think that one got actually blocked. I think it hit top of the net and came down. Nice block on Hookman. By Graham. It, Graham was on that. Went up and challenged her. 15-9. Warriors down. Deep serve handled by Graham to Williams. And the Warriors with a little miscommunication between Vanderzanen and Lopez. And at the last second, Vanderzanen tried to reach out. They're talking about the miscommunication. They'll get it figured out. Lopez clapping her hands. Getting people encouraged out there. Graham with a nice pass to Vanderzanen. She hits it. Excuse me. Into the back row. Excuse me. Uh, quick middle hit there. Dug out by Lopez. Vanderzan and shoots it down the right sideline. The pass back row hit into the net by Swan. Oh, it was in that water you gave me there. 16-10, Warriors down. Trejo into the game to serve. Trejo. Mid-range serve there. Vanderzan right at the net. Bad pass there down the by Intensio. And Vanderzan able just to smack that right down, like you said, right at that 10-foot line. Not much 
chance there for the Highlanders. 16-11. Pass by Dobson. They set outside to Hookman. And Hookman misses. She had a good angle going for that back line, but a little bit deep, out of bounds. 16-12. Warriors down. Trail with the serve. The Warriors look to battle back in game one here. To right, right, to Rafe. They back set Hookman. Not a good set. Hookman falling down. Hits it into the net. Not a good serve uh, set there by Rafe at all. Warriors back within three. Quiet in this Burns crowd. Trail to Dobson. Dobson to Rafe. Jump set. And that is Atencio that puts it down right at the net. That was a good quick hit by Atencio. 17-13. Warriors down four. And they got Hookman serving. Last time Hookman was serving, she rattled off six straight, I believe. Hookman serve. Finds Lopez to Treo. And Treo stepped underneath the net. Oh, the double hit there. Oh, was it a double hit? Okay. Yeah. I thought her foot came under the net. That's what I was looking at. 18-13 Highlanders. Warriors need to make a, a good concerted effort right here to get this side out. This one serve off the top of the net. Dug out by Vanderzanden. Uh, Vrell, her hit. Picked up by Hookman. Right with the hit to the back row. Sexton grabs that one. Lopez now dinks it down the sideline. And a great shot. Yeah. Hookman, or, uh, yeah, Hookman dove for that. But she was out of bounds. She could have let that fall. Warriors get a break there as Lopez's uh, dink was headed out of bounds. Hookman didn't realize it. A lot of lines on the floor right there. <laughs> Maybe they've had fewer lines on their gym floor. They'd be able to know where it was. Highsmith to serve, down four, 18-14. Highsmith, nice serve, deep, dug out by Dobson to Rafe. Rafe to right, and no back row communication there. She hit it right between Valoria Highsmith and Maylin Williams, and they're still trying to figure out who should have had the coverage on that. Very accurate hit by Wright, 19-14 Highlanders. Still in the first set. Britt with the serve. Sexton passes to Treo. The Vanders hand a nice hit. Nice hit. And they're going to say had a touch up there at the net. And that'll be the Warriors side out. 19-15. Great hit by Vanders Anden. Warriors back within four and the serve here. And get a little run here before you get into the 20s. You'd like to have this down to a one or two point game before Burns gets into the 20s. Vanders Anden, her serve into the net. Took too much off that one. Trying to go short with the serve. Into the game to serve Skunk Cap for the Highlanders with a five-point lead, 2015. Skunk Cap, little jump serve, out of bounds. Out. She tried to go right down that cross-court left sideline, tried to drop it in there where the Warriors weren't. I'll tell you what, Burns hits very strategically. They serve strategically, yeah. they hit strategically. It's not just trying to take whatever they can get. It's They're actually looking at where the Warriors are and trying to be very strategic. To so tip at the net, Warriors save it. And I'm not sure what the call is there. So oh, double hit. Boy, they are tight on the double hits over here. Yeah. Our, I think uh, tough adjustment for our girls. That's about our third double hit called 21-16. Right with the serve. Hits it deep to Graham. Graham passes that up to Lopez. Lopez sets back to Williams. Williams, her hit, dug out by Skunk Cap. Hookman with the tip at the net. Lopez, they get it out to Williams. Williams hit, dug by Wright. There's a tip at the net. Williams saves it, and we're going to have four hits. Lopez and Graham almost ran into each other there. Lopez kind of reached out and stabbed. That's about the fourth time we've seen somebody kind of indecisive. Uh, some little communication issues here for the Warriors. Right with the serve. 
22-16 Highlanders. Not a good pass there. Lopez saves it right. Passes it to the middle to Rafe. Rafe to Hookman. Double and hit again. He's got another double hit. Wow. That's I don't know where the officials are from, set. but it must not be uh, the officials that they're used to either. They're calling the double hit incredibly tight, but both ways. Yes. Warriors down five, 22-17. Pretty, pretty vital here that Maylin Williams get him on a run. Williams serves short middle. Dobson with a pass to Rafe. Rafe outside to Hookman. Blocked at the net and falls to the ground on the Warriors' side. Nice effort there by Graham and Berkey to go up and get the block on Hookman. But uh, the block sent the ball along the net on the Warriors' side, and nobody there to be able to dig that back up. 23-17. Swan with a serve. Deep to uh, Skyler. They get it up to there we Berkey. And how was that not two hits? There we go. <laughs> there were all kinds of hits going on in there against the net. Great, Great swing by Berkey there. Right yeah. in the block, right, fall right down in front of him. Perfect. Yep. And they kind of bobbled it around. I'm not sure the official could tell who was hitting the ball. Finally, she realized that's got to be more than three hits. Serve. Hookman with the kill. Deep middle. Right about the top. between the top of the key and the foul line. And that was tough. She was behind the 10-foot line, leaning backwards because the set was a little behind her. And she just crushes that ball with a great angle. 24-18, game point here. Jump served by Rafe. Sexton with a bad pass. And that'll be the end of the first game. 25-18 here in the first game. We'll have a, about a three-minute break here between games. As the teams gather up, and as I uh, mentioned, I don't have uh, audio commercials, so I do have one. I have a couple of them, actually. We'll get to those, I guess. I'll save them for when I have a little less uh, ability to talk here. Hey, for more than 30 years, Pacific Office Automation has remained locally owned and operated, supporting the community, people, and places that matter. That's why Pacific Office Automation continues to sponsor OSAA year after year. Pacific Office Automation, problem solved. Now, if you need some extra spending money and you want to get back to student-athletes, become an athletic official. There's a big shortage of officials in Oregon, and we need you now more than ever. Visit new-officials-.org. Well, that's got to be wrong. Visit newofficials.org. There we go. And uh, see what you can do, especially if you're a college student you want to get involved in uh, officiating some JV stuff. I know we would love to see some of our former student-athletes get back into officiating. They know the game. They love the game. And it gives you a chance to continue to be involved in that. And uh, I think when... I think when fans know people who do officiating, they treat officials better. It's a little bit different when you, your home crowd gets in there to do even the, the younger games. Yeah. And it's and, a lot better for them. And once, once you start getting some of your former athletes as officials, I think just the respect for officials tends to go up amongst, among just fans in general. It changes a little bit because you yeah. get those kids that you know and have a good relationship with telling your fans what it's really like out there, what yeah. you hear from other schools. And they don't want their a, kids getting treated that way when they no. go somewhere else. Looking back over the Burns history here of state championships across the, the way from us on the other side. They won a uh, volleyball state title for 2A back in 2015. And the 2015 volleyball season, 2015-16 school year, uh, won a state championship in volleyball. I didn't realize they were down at 2A back then. Um, but I think I'm reading that right. 2A state champs over there. I thought they were 3A all this time. So uh, it's, it's kind of hard to believe they're a 3A school when you drive through town. 
Um, to give this a point of reference, um, if you took a, a downtown of, let's say, um, Sheridan and tripled it, quadrupled it, um, that's a, maybe even quintupled it, five times the number of stores and, and businesses that a town like Sheridan has, um, you might be approaching the, the economic look of Burns, but uh, just a 3A school. So obviously uh, not a high per capita uh, number of students over here. And they are kind of a business center for the area. Uh, a lot of outlying ranches and things. All right, we're getting ready to start game two here. Warriors of, are now right in front of us here on the right side of the court. And we'll have Graham. Looks like Graham, Vanderzanen, and Varel in the front row. Uh, to get things started here in game two. On the other side of the net, Hookman starts on that right front spot so that on the first side out, she becomes their first server. So they get her at the net uh, defensively and then get her to serve immediately when they get a chance. So a little confusion here on the road on who's in the game. And so Caitlin getting that worked out with the official. And the Warriors are ready to roll, I think. Well, now he's going out to talk to him and make sure he's got everything right. Checking his player card. Sexton coming in for Vanderzanden in the back row. And the Warriors kind of get their positioning here. Yeah, going back to your 2A uh, state championships over there, we have fans back home uh, listening to this game and <laughs> sent me a text saying they only dropped down for four years and then they moved back up to 3A when we had that reclassification a few years ago. Ah, so they were 2A there for just a couple years? Yeah. Well, got themselves a state title or two. They got one in baseball in 2015. They got one in 2014 in volleyball. 2015 in volleyball, 2014. They liked that drop down. <laughs> yes, they <laughs> did. state championships there. Warriors scrambling and uh, messed up the first pass and that results in a side or a, a point for the Highlanders who had the first serve here of the second game. Warriors struggling a little bit with their passing tonight and uh, just not quite in sync where they need to be in trusting each other. It was a great serve. The Warriors dig it out, though. Vanderzanden gets it over Wraith, sets it to Van uh, to uh, Hookman, and Hookman puts it down. It's 2-0 Highlanders. Hey, what? She is an outstanding hitter. She has the abil rare ability that we haven't seen a whole lot this year, besides maybe like a Chloe Baker, where she can put the ball wherever she wants to, either deep down the sideline, drop over the middle. Baker at 6-1, 6-2, whatever she is, has a little advantage. Hookman just 5-10, but elevates. I mean, she's a jumper. We saw, remember, uh, it was Westside Christian had one of those girls a few years ago that just flew through the air. Chloe Brown, I believe. I think so. Unbelievable. And, of course, we saw at Sandy Ann Christian, um, uh, Rebecca Preston. Preston, who could do the same thing. Same type of athlete here at Hookman. Warriors get a side out on a bad serve. Varel with the hit at the net. Gets the return on the block and puts it down. Nice job by Varel. Great reflexes. Her first hit was blocked by Hookman and company. Uh, came right back to Madison who punched it up over the blockers and kind of into the midcourt there. It's 2-2. Two -two. Grant, or excuse me, Trail with the serve. Hookman passes it up to Rafe. Rafe back sets Hookman. Hookman crushes it. 3-2. And Hookman will be serving now. Loosens up her arm in the back row. Takes about as deep a start as you'll see on a jump serve. Gets a little run up there. Hits it down the sideline. Out of bounds. Miss hit that one off her hand. 
she was trying to take it down that sideline and just went a little bit wide left. 3-3 game here. Highsmith into the game for Varel to serve. Valoria, rough serving night against Sile, looking a lot better today. Hits this one back to Dobson. They set Rafe, or Rafe sets, uh, excuse me, I'll get this right. Warriors with the ball and miss hit by Lopez into the net. It was Atencio with the hit there uh, off the Rafe set. Um, sometimes hard to see numbers on the back with ponytails hanging down. <laughs> I don't know the, the Burns girls by, by just their faces here. Jump serve from the back by Britt, and the Warriors don't handle it. Goes off of Highsmith and out of bounds. 5-3. Warriors need a side out here and not let this lead build. Britt, just a tiny little thing back there, maybe five foot one. And again, Highsmith can't handle the serve, and it's 6-3 Highlanders. Vanderzan and communicating with, High, or with uh, Valoria as to where she wants her depth-wise in front of her. Britt, you're going to go back. Yep, go right back at her, and it's in. Oh, that's the right call. She, she raised it at first saying it was out, but it was clearly in. It was yeah, right on right that line. line. And the Warriors allow an ace there, thinking it was going out. 7-3 Highlanders. Britt serves again. Sexton to Treo. Treo, nice save of it. Not a great pass there, but the hit by uh, Maylin Williams is out of bounds. Timeout Warriors down 8-3. Poor passing start here to the second game. Hey, check out OSAA today for news, polls, podcasts, and stories on the latest in Oregon high school sports and activities. Go to OSAA.org and find the OSAA Today section. Share story ideas and even become a contributor. Visit OSAA today, today. I want to mention also, if you go to OSAA.org, you can see the football and volleyball brackets there that the Warriors are involved in. Warrior Girl is going to have to... Uh, <coughs> become uh, a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more confident in their passing here. They're really struggling uh, to be to, to play with that confidence that we've seen them play with. Yeah, a little bit tight, um, but again, going back to being the first team since 2012 to get here, it's, you're going to have those jitters, and it sounded like they had a good time here last night, though, so That's good. hopefully we can get that uh, broken open here soon. Brett with the serve, Sexton passes up the trail, Vanderzana with the hit, Good save by Britt. They get it back to the net. The Warriors with a dig. Williams fighting at the, at the net, and she wins that battle against Epling. And I think that was Miller up there helping Epling out. Good job by Maylin. Good hand-eye coordination there to fight that, that ball right on the net and be able to push it down on their side. 8-4, Warriors down. Vanderzana with the serve. Hits it to back right. Rafe sets... For right, dug out by Vanderzanden. Get it in the middle to Berkey. Her hit dug, and we've double got a hit. double hit again. My goodness, this got to drive the coaches nuts <laughs> because uh, that's at least three on both teams here. Uh, and we will that Sio game we had on Tuesday. There was I don't think it was double hit called all game. Vanderzanden serves to right, right to Rafe, Rafe back sets to the middle. That's Epling. And her hit, not very hard, but in the right spot. Vanderzana couldn't get to it. 9-5, Burns. 
Second set, Warriors losing the first one, 25-18. Found themselves down pretty big early, about 13-5. Battled back to get it within three, but couldn't do any more than that. Lopez passes to Treo. Treo to Williams. Williams hit, blocked up by Hookman. And Hookman ends up with the third hit, getting it over. Treo sets Williams, and another double, double hit. My goodness. Wow. Treo set, called a double hit. So the problem is, you know, when you have officials that don't call this, the girls get into a habit of how they can serve, or set, excuse me, and now they're getting nailed on it. Lopez with the hit outside, blocked by Epley, saved by Hookman. They set right outside, and she puts it down in the left corner. 11-5, Burns. Excellent crowd here. Student body traveled well, probably probably 20 high school kids here to support the girls. And that good job by uh, Skylar Sexton as she watched Skunk Caps serve, sail past her and out of bounds, did a little matrix move there, thought she might hit it, and at the last second, bent over backwards out of the way to let it go. Lopez with the serve. Rafe sets right and a double hit. Double hit again. Wow. I don't know where the officials are from, do you? I do not know. That is... Uh, Remarkable how many double hits we're getting called. I think the fans are a little confused. Lopez, nice serve. Hookman digs it to Rafe. Rafe to Epplane. Nice save by Lopez. And it's put over by Berkey. Rafe sets right there it is and again. another double hit. This is going to get in the heads of these setters, isn't it? It's got to. I mean, I mean, what do we got? Like five or six on each team now. Yeah, and I think these are local actually officials as well. Usually the wow. first round is your local crew. Wow. Lopez with the serve, 11-8, Warriors down three, and a bad return. They do get it up, though, Wright does, and then it's passed over by Rafe. Right at the net, nice job, and Berkey puts it down. Lopez uh, just kind of pass set that one to Berkey, gave her some options. Sydney put it down at about the foul line, Warriors back within two. Lopez to Hookman, Hookman, Rafe sets right outside left. And she finds the back row again. Gloria can't dig that one out. Damn, Wright and Hookman are a tough tandem of hitters. Wright will be serving now, which means Hookman's moved up to the front row. There's always one in the front row. They can both hit behind the 10-foot line. Graham with the pass. Chased down by Lopez, and then miscommunication between Williams and Berkey. They both try to go for the pass. And they hit it into the net. 13-9, Burns. Need a quick side out here if you're the Warriors. Don't let this one get out of hand. Just a four-point game right now. Right, first serve to Graham. Graham, nice pass. Lopez sets Graham off the block. Rafe, back row set to skunk cap, dug up by Lopez. To Berkey, back to Lopez. Lopez hits it deep right, sets it back up to Rafe. Rafe sets outside. Hookman, oh my goodness. Skyler had no chance back there. That ball comes at a different velocity. Yeah, and that's coming straight down, too. 14-9 Burns, right? Her jump serve is long. Good job by the official. She had to get out of the way and make the call. Nice little pirouette down here on this right corner to be able to do that and keep her eyes on the ball. Warriors down four. Need a little run here. Maylin. Serves to Dobson. Dobson sets Rafe. Rafe sets it out to Epplane. Warriors dig it out. Vrell 
Nice dig in the back row, but she couldn't come up with it. Was uh, Dobson back there. She thought she had it, but couldn't get enough height on it for somebody else to be able to pass it. Nice hit by Varel. Didn't look like much of a set. Dobson passes up the serve to Rafe. Rafe, Hookman, Hookman, running tip. Not a good set there. Warriors have somebody on the or have somebody on the floor. We've got a timeout. Hookman went down, rolled an A. Okay, I don't know the rules here. I'm, I didn't know you could stop a rally because somebody rolled an ankle and she stays in the game. Yeah, I don't understand it at all. Like so, coming out. Yeah, any other sport, you let the play finish, then you stop, and that person leaves the game. So I need some clarification. Derek, get on that for me. <laughs> Text somebody who might know. So they replay the... The play, and Hookman ends up getting a tip over the line. Ankle was clearly fine as she elevates about 15 inches off the ground to tip that one. 15-11, Burns, I'm just completely um, out of my element in understanding the rule that we just saw in play there, that they replayed that because somebody rolled an ankle is all I can figure. Jump serve by Swan, too far out. Warriors get a break there. And they get the ball back, down three, 15-12. It'll be Berkey serving. I think just text somebody you know, Derek. You get an answer. And Varel right at the net does a good job, and the Warriors end up getting the side out on that. Hookman trying to make the pass. She passed it up over the net, and Varel able to spank that ball right back down and make it impossible for Burns to get a good return. 15-13, Berkey. Serves it. Hookman with the pass. Rafe trying to dig it up, and they can't get to it. Hookman a little out of sync here now. A couple of errors in the row by her, and a timeout taken by Burns. That'll get the Warrior fans up and cheering a little bit. 15-14. Highlanders with a one-point lead, and the Warriors still serving. Hey, purchase your official state championship merchandise at osaastore.com. The Rush Team Apparel, the new exclusive merchandise partner of OSAA can give you more options. Customize your gear with your name, your school, and even decals and more. Browse the selection of state uh, official state championship merchandise gear at OSAAstore.com. So coming out of the timeout, Warriors with a little momentum here, Derek. Berkey with the serve. She's got a couple in a row right now. Warriors trail 15-14 here in game two. Berkey with the ball, gets the whistle, and serves it deep. Hookman passes it up to Rafe. Rafe, not a good pass. Hit down by Graham. Rafe's pass came over the net. Graham treated that like a set and crushed it. 15-15. Burns fans are a little quiet right now. Warrior fans making some noise, about 50 or 60 of them here, I'd say. Berkey serves right, passes to Rafe. She's blocked at the net. Warriors take the lead, 16-15. That was Vanderzanen and Varel. Again, some passing issues for Burns right now, really struggling to keep their passes at the, where their center can handle them. Berkey with the serve. Handled by Dobson to Rafe. Rafe. Her set, hit, but the Warriors dig it. They pass it back over. Dobson to Rafe. Rafe to Hookman. Nice dig by Lopez. Set out to Varel. Varel off the block. And they say that Rafe was in the net. Warriors take a two-point lead, 
to feel this momentum really shift when Hookman, um, after Hookman had the rolled ankle, she got the next point, but since then, Burns been really out of sync. Berkey's serve, handled by Wright to Rafe, right at the net. Berkey with a good block in the back row. Vrell with the tip, and it finds a hole! Great job by Sydney Berkey in that back row. That was an excellent hit by Atencio. Came right at Sydney. She couldn't dig it. She just had to block it back up into the air with her forearm. And she did a great job. It turned into a nice pass. And the Warriors up 18-15. Berkey sets it to the mid. Bad pass. Rafe saves it. Dobson with the hit from the back row to Berkey. Berkey, Lopez, Lopez. Vander's handed off the block. Saved by Wright. They back set that one up over the net. And Vrell ends up with it off with the block and out of bounds. Atencio and Rafe trying to block. Goes out of bounds. 19-15 Warriors. Berkey continuing to serve well. Hits this one right at Hookman. Hookman sets to Rafe. Rafe back to Hookman. Off the block and out of bounds. My goodness. When she winds up with a good set, you are at her mercy. She uh, looks like a college hitter to me. <laughs> yeah. 5'10 with serious hops and a, and a great swing. 16-19, Warriors with a three-point lead. Warriors barely get that one up. Set over by May Lynn as she pushes that over. Rafe sets Hookman. Hookman blocked. And I'm not sure what the call is. They're going to call a lift on Vanderzand. And Vanderzand had the block and then hit it over. Caitlin looking at the official. Vanderzand getting clarification from the down official. And Haley saying, I, I didn't carry it. I just punched it over. 19-17, Warriors with a two-point lead. May Lynn as a captain going over to talk to the official and try to get clarification on what happened. So we have a little break in the action here. Burns huddles up at about the 10-foot line. Nineteen seventeen Warriors. Rafe the server. Her jump serve. Deep into the back row. Graham handles it to Lopez. Lopez, nice set to Vanderzanded. And they're gonna say Vanderzand was in the net. Yeah, yep. Official at first said it was Warriors point, but then corrected herself. And she's right, Vanderzand had swung through and got the top of the net. 19-18, Warriors up one. Caden Rafe with the serve. Williams to Lopez, Lopez, Graham, Graham with a nice hit, dug by Rafe. Wright sets it, Atencio uh, puts it over, Graham, and they go. Vanderzand and off the set, hits it off the hands of Rafe and out of bounds. Warriors up 2018. Graham out, Caitlin Graham giving him some excellent minutes. Warriors with the serve. Julie Treo serves it to right, right to Rafe. Rafe, Hookman, oh my. Puts that thing down at about a 40-degree angle at the foul line. And unless it's coming right at you, you just have no chance. Yeah. And we don't have a blocker that can really get up and challenge that. That ball is set, you know, two feet above the net. Yeah, she's able to get above our blockers tonight so far. Treo with the set to Vanderzanen. She tips into the mid-row there. Rafe, they set Atencio. Trail with the save. They go to Vrell. Vrell with the hit. Rafe sets outside to right. Right puts it down. Tie game, folks. 20-20.
Warriors fighting hard, but this is we've seen that momentum kind of shift back and forth. Warriors had a nice run there to build a lead. And Highlanders have stolen that momentum back. Hookman with the serve. Treo with the pass set to Lopez. Lopez off the hand of Rafe and out of bounds. Great job by Lopez. Brooke really got up on that. It's a pity Brooke's not six feet tall with her hops. <laughs> she's another one, though, that even though she's a little shorter, she's able to place that ball wherever she wants. You that'll tip in the sideline yep. there. And that was a that was a very strategic tip on yeah. her part. She saw Rafe, knew that well, she had her off balance, and and usually your shorter her. hitters have to be strategic about that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, it's not just power and angle, is it? Highsmith with the serve. There's a dig in the back row, and right ends up tipping that ball over. Sexton's pass just cleared the net and right able to put it down right where there was no defense there on the front left. 21-21. Second game. Warriors lost the first one, 18-25. Britt serving. Last time Britt was serving, the Warriors gave up about five straight. Britt to serve. Sexton passes to Lopez. Lopez, Vanderzanen. Vanderzanen hits. Britt digs. Rafe with a set. Looking for Van... Uh, in the back row, and she didn't really kill it. She just tossed it about mid-deep in the court, and nobody there for the Warriors. 22-21, Warriors need a side out right now desperately. This is a big one. Brent with the serve, dug out by Highsmith, and I think they were in the net. Are they going to call it? Oh, they're not. I, I thought they were going to call it. There was a, the Burns rules even looked at it. Thinking yeah, it boy, it sure looked like somebody touched the top of the net. But no call there. 23-21. Warriors take a timeout. Boy, I thought they were going to get a call there. Warriors visiting about situation and strategy here in the huddle. They're pretty calm. I think uh, it's a huge learning experience being on somebody else's court in a win-or-go-home type of situation. Yeah, with an atmosphere and pressure like this, I mean, like I said, State playoffs is a whole new game for, for everybody, and they're starting to feel it, and I think they're hopefully going to start to loosen up a little bit now. Yeah, the problem is if you're down 2-0, it gets pretty tough. You'd like to steal this game and uh, be able to get yourself in a position to put some pressure on Burns. Burns goes up 2-0. They're going to play pretty loose. Brent with the serve, up 2, 23-21 Burns. First serve, handled by Highsmith to Trejo. Trejo, Lopez, dropped down. No chance there. That was Epling and Wright, I think, on the double block. Game point, or set point, 24-21. Nice comeback by Burns here. Britt, first serve out of bounds. Warriors get a break. New life here, down two, 24-22. Warriors. Going to be Vander Zanden on the serve. Her serve. Handled by the Highlanders. They get a tip. Warriors get a save. And they say there's a double hit. Oh, no, a lift. Called a lift. It's kind of a poorly passed ball. And Highsmith was at a horrible angle. It ended up with a lift on that. Coach Ralston visibly disappointed. Had a lead in that one. I think the Warriors were up 19-16 in that game, in that set, and end up losing 25-22. So 
We've got a little break here in the action. Let me give you uh, a little plug and play here from On Point. Every stage of life brings something new. Your first real job unlocks a world of financial possibilities and maybe a need for a great rewards credit card. A baby on the way could mean that a new home is more important than ever, but it'll take the right home loan to get there. When retirement suddenly shifts from someday to someday soon, don't panic. On Point Community Credit Union can help for the new, for the now, and for what's next. On Point is here for every age and every stage of life. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Getting ready to start set three here from Amity High or from uh, Burns High School, where the Warriors trail two sets to zero. And that one was a 25-22 uh, loss for the Warriors. Uh, after losing the first one, 25-18, Warriors had a lead there, 19-16 in that game, that set, and just not able to uh, to close out the deal. Ralston talking with the official here in front of the scorer's table, kind of pleading her case about, I'm not sure what, but a couple of, couple of things to win against the Warriors in that game. One was the Hookman injury or, you know, twist of an ankle. Did you ever find anything out about that? Not yet. Um, not sure why they stopped that and play it again. Um, and I don't think it even happened at the net. I don't think she stepped on a Warrior or anything like that. I think it was just on her side of the net, rolled an ankle. Yeah. And uh, the Warriors looked to, looked to uh, be in a position to win that point. Hookman was on the floor. Warriors were getting ready to hit the ball. And the official blew it dead and said, we're going to replay the point. And Burns scored the next point. And that just, there was kind of a disorientation, I think, there for the Warriors mm -hmm. for a few a few seconds. You know why we got a minute or so here between this match. I also have to bring up, uh, next weekend we have our state uh, cross country meet. Do we have anybody running in that? There we have Drew McMullen for third yes, year in a row who qualified this last week. Um, How was his time? He, he, he finished third at districts, ran a 17:53. Where does that kind of put uh, him in state rankings? Do you know? State rankings? I'm not sure exactly where that puts him, but that's a good good number though. Top three in our league, so he's going to be our. That's outstanding. Good job, Drew. And he's worked really hard to become a strong cross country runner. And the 3,000 meter guy. Yeah, and he was. He was. A little, I will say he was a little nervous this year because he had started the season with some injuries. Right. Didn't really run and train as much as he likes to or used to. Um, but he was able to uh, pick it up and you know finish strong this season. That's outstanding. All right, we are waiting to get started here. Not sure what. I mean, our three minutes has been up for a minute or two. The official now checking to make sure the Highlanders are have the right people on the floor in the right position. And now he lets the libero come into the game. Libero is Kaya Dobson, 5'6", sophomore. It looks like their Warriors will be serving to start this game. Sexton comes in for Berkey. See if Hamity can get a game here and put a little pressure back on Burns. Be nice to get off to a quick start. So far, the Warriors have found themselves in a hole both of the first two sets. Warriors serve. Hookman with the hit. Blocked by Trejo to Lopez. Lopez to Varel and her hit long. Not even close. That one was eight feet beyond the line. And Hookman will be the server. 
Allie Hookman, just an outstanding volleyball player. Sexton with the pass, get it to Lopez. Lopez, her hit, blocked up by Wright. They set Wright, right off the block. Varel took it to the, came off the block, hit, uh, hit Madison kind of in the face. Uh, Warriors had a chance at it, but nobody could corral that. Kind of came off at a weird angle. She's okay. 2-0 Burns. Hookman serve. Handled by Sexton. Lopez with the pass to Williams. Williams shoots it towards the middle there. They hit it. Inencio, uh, excuse me, um, number six, Atencio. And she tips it over the block and into no man's land there. And it's 3-0 Burns. They've got some special hitters. They're able to see our blocks coming where our holes are. Well, they hang in the air forever. <laughs> Sexton handles the Hookman serve. Well, nice hit there. Blocked down into the net by Atencio and Wright. Highsmith into the game to serve. Warriors down 3-1. Need a little run here. See if they can get something going. Thanks, John. We'll try to fix that a little bit. Serve handled by Dobson. They get it out. It's hit weakly. Lopez with the save. Williams hits it. Rafe sets. Atencio tipped. Nice job by Vanderzander to get that ball back over as she's going out of bounds. They hit right, right. Saved by Sexton. Sexton to Trejo. Trejo, Williams. Williams out of bounds. Nice try by Maylin to hit it down the line there and deep, but was a little too much. John, let me know if those are better or not. We'll try to bring those levels down a little bit. This board is not consistent. Sometimes I have to turn them up to get where I need to be. Serve hits the net. Saved by the Warriors. Sexton will pass it over. Britt passes to Rafe. Rafe with the serve or the jump serve to uh, jump set to Epling. Warriors save it. Lopez hits to the back row. Rafe gets it up. Eplane blocked at the net by Vanderzanen. Wright saves it. They set right. Wright hits back row. Highsmith saves. Up to Trail. Trail quick hitter in the middle off of uh, Vanderzanen. Hits it off the block, and the Warriors get the point. Great job. Nice set by Trail. Excellent hit by Vanderzanen. She's the one girl on the team that likes that quick hit in the yeah. middle. Uh, sometimes Berkey will like that too, but... Uh, when we set those two in the middle, they've got a pretty good chance of putting that down if it's a quick hit and a good set. Hookman to Rafe, Rafe to right, right. Her kill deep in the back row. Vanderzana gets a hand on it, can't corral it. 5-2, Burns with the lead. Warriors ready to return serve. Skunk cap with the serve. Lopez to Treo, Treo. Berkey, Berkey puts it down off the hands of Hookman and out of bounds. 5-3, Warriors on the side out. And it'll be Lopez serving for the Warriors. Lopez, Warriors down two with the jump serve. Handled by Hookman to Rafe. Rafe with the tip. Lopez, nice dig. Gets it to Berkey. Berkey, Hookman with the save to Rafe. Rafe. Right with a hit, right down that left line again. Yeah. Every time we play towards the middle, they take it down the line. And just excellent hitting by Wright. Like you said, as they elevate, they are surveying the court yeah. as they're jumping and uh, really putting a lot of pressure on our back row players to cover a lot of ground. Right with the serve. And 
Not sure Sexton looked like she had control of that ball, but passed it to nobody there. Nobody was ready for that. 7-3 Burns, right? Her second serve from this one, right at the feet of Highsmith, who was trying to come up for the back row. I'm not sure if maybe that was supposed to be Berkey's ball or whose responsibility that is there. It looked like Berkey thought Highsmith was going to take it, moved out of the way. Sexton, pass, and Lopez shoots it into the gap. 8-4, Warriors down four with the ball. Highsmith out, Vrell back in. Maylin Williams with the serve. Dobson to Rafe. Rafe, Hookman, Hookman, saved by Sexton. That's the best dig we've had all day. Berkey hits it over. Dobson to Rafe again. Rafe back sets to Skunk Cap. Blocked, and the Warriors dig it out. Williams to Vrell. Vrell kind of mishit that one a little bit. Dobson with the dig. They set outside to Hookman. Hookman finds a hole. Lopez had a hand on it. Sexton got a hand on it. And that was it. 9-4, Burns. Serving for the Highlanders, Kirsten Swan, 5-4 senior. Swan finds Vrell. Vrell with a not a good pass there. Couldn't dig that one out. It's 10-4, Highlanders. That was a... Vrell was right there on it. It just came off her hand a little funny and not able to control it. Warriors finding themselves down six here in the third set. Down two sets to zero. Sexton passes it up to Lopez to Berkey. Blocked. Berkey saves. Sexton to Graham. Graham passes it over. Rafe. Finds Atencio, Warriors dig it out. Vrell dug out of the back row by Swan. They find Hookman, and Hookman hits it off the block and out of bounds. 11-4, Burns. We, yeah, we blocked out of bounds. Oh, dude, yeah, I thought we hit a block on that. Swan with the serve. Sexton passes to Lopez. Lopez outside to Vrell. Comes back to Varel on the return, and she puts it down. 11-5 Warriors, looking for a little momentum here. Kind of got a little funk there. Sydney Berkey, the server. Warriors down six. Berkey serves. Right handles it to Rafe. Rafe, Hookman, Hookman crushes it. Down that left line again. She is an outstanding outside hitter. Rafe will be the server with a 12-5 lead. Warriors need to find some momentum quickly. Sexton passes to Lopez. Lopez, Graham, Graham hits back row. Saved. Hookman with a kill. Dug out by Williams. Lopez hits. We've got a double hit by the Warriors again. So many of those. Nah, have not seen it called this tight all season. No. And really... Kind of letting them play all year, actually. Yeah. Things that I thought should be double hits weren't. Yeah. Rafe passes or hits Graham with a pass. Vanderzand and shoots it over. Ends up in the hands of Rafe, who sets a tensio, who puts it down. Timeout, Warriors. 14-5, Burns. 
And the question is now, do the Warriors have the ability to dig down here in the down two sets to zero, down 14 to five? That's a big hole in, in Raleigh scoring here to be down nine. Uh, do they have it in them? And that's what we're going to find out here in just a minute. 14 to five, and it has been uh, uh, the Warriors in a reactive mode all the time. Yeah. And the attacking mode for Burns, especially Hookman, but also Wright and Atencio really attacking the Warriors' defense. Yeah. Playing loose, having fun. And it's been interesting to see how this Burns team does if they get past the Warriors today. Um, they are they're the most athletic team overall that I've seen us play this year. Yeah, and I, I is it Hookman. I yeah. think she's so far this year, from what I've watched and seen, she's probably our, the best hitter we've been gone against too. And um, these are these are hitters. Her and Wright are hitters that really fly. Yeah, they, they take off, they elevate, and your block is no longer effective. Yeah, because they're hitting from you know five to eight feet behind the net and hitting at a down angle. So you know, unless you just happen to be in their line, you have no chance. It's not like you can get up there and really affect their hit itself. Warriors have to pass this one over again. No hit for the Warriors. Rafe sets Hookman. Hookman winds up. That one's blocked. Nice save by uh, the Warriors. Williams hits it over. Rafe this time setting the outside there on that side of Tensio. And the hit by, sorry, I'm losing track here. <laughs> Varel, Warriors save it. They tip. Warriors try to save again. Varel got underneath it but could not get it back up. Problem is you lose track of one player and you're trying to catch up on what's yeah. happening out there. 15-5 in favor of Burns. Rafe serving. Jump serve from Rafe. Handled by Sexton. Lopez sets Vanderzand and double hit. Oh, my goodness. This has got to be in the head of the girls here. Another double hit. And it's been on both teams. Yeah. I mean, a lot of double hits. We've had more than they've had, but clearly the girls uh, are not used to it being called this tight. Rafe to Sexton. Sexton passes that one up to Varel. Get it to Vanderzan who shoots it over. It wasn't really a set. Hookman. There's a double hit. And they got a double hit on their side. There's just it ruins the flow of the game. Yeah. You know, for both teams. I, well, I'm, I'm guessing at least a dozen for each team so far today. Oh yeah, easy. I don't even know if I've seen a dozen called this year. <laughs> Sixteen to six. Warriors serve. Trejo serves it. Dobson loses control. Ends up in the back row. Atencio passes up to Rafe. Warriors with it. Vanderzan and shoots it towards the back. Right to Rafe. Rafe. Hookman. Hookman. Didn't get a good swing on that one. Warriors dig it out. Varel. She hits deep into the back row. Dobson. They set right side and it's hit into the net by Miller. They don't set her very often. There's a reason for that. Not the hitter that Hookman and Wright are. Warriors. 16-7. Trailing by 9. Rafe. Right at the net. And that one is out. Atencio thought she had the line. Ralston was right on top of it. She said it was out. And the line judge on this near side also set out. 16-8. Warriors down. Trejo to Dobson. That's not a double hit. See, I don't know what it is, what is it. Hookman with the hit. Warriors struggling to it. And they can't get to it. Came off of Trejo's hands and went deep towards the baseline of the basketball court. 17-8. Burns. And now Hookman's serving. This is a good position if you're Burns. you got your best player, best server serving. Which means you have right in the front row, too. Williams 
saved by oh, Trejo, but her arm went across. It barely just got across there. Yeah, the midline. She fell digging that ball out. She got the dig, but her left arm crossed just a little bit. Her elbow, I think, across midcourt. 18-8 Burns. Hookman, long. Woo. Nice job by Skylar Sexton to get out of the way of that one. It's coming right at her head. It was only out by a couple inches. 18-9, Warriors need to run right now. Valoria Highsmith, the senior, with the serve. Serving well today. Yes, she has. Highsmith takes her approach. Right, the pass to Rafe. Sets right, dug out by Highsmith. Warriors dig the return, and we've got another double hit. Double now hit. the fans are getting frustrated because they can't see it. Um, and and we haven't seen it called all year, and suddenly it's being called left and right. And the girls who have played a certain way all year are now being called so many side outs. At least five now in this game, this set alone. 19-9. Britt with the serve. Highsmith, the pass to Trejo. Hit by Vanderzand and out of bounds. Off the hands of Britt. Warriors get the side out. 19-10. And Vanderzan will be serving for the Warriors. Lopez, Williams, and uh, Berkey on the front line right now. Rafe sets right, right. Oh wow! Warriors can't get to it. Berkey or uh, Trejo took a stab at it, got a hand on it, went off of her and stayed low. Just that ability Wright has, she just hangs in the air for that extra half second where she can make an adjustment on where she yeah, goes. she geared up for that one and just and then didn't hit and it. put it yep. over. Looked like she was going to crush it and then took something off and was accurate. Trejo with the pass. They get it to, Vander, or to Berkey, and Berkey puts it right down on the sideline. Cross court. Nice hit by Sydney. 20-10. Burns up. Warriors clinging for their playoff life here. Down two games to zero. And trailing, now it's 20 to 11, excuse me, trailing by nine. Lopez, the knuckleball serve, handled by Hookman. They get it to right on the outside. Blocked! Warriors with a side out. Berkey with the block. Roofed that one right back down, and no chance for Burns to respond to that. 20 to 12. See if the Warriors can put a run on here. Lopez is the one you want serving. Brooke, little topspin on that one. Rafe sets Hookman in the back row. Lopez digs it. The set, a little confusion there. Berkey puts it over. Rafe sets right on the outside and outside. Ooh, she just missed that line, but she knew that defense was sucking in, and she went right down the line. When well, you're up when you're up by eight, you can be aggressive. Yeah. Well, in those first few games, they're hitting on everything cross-court. Now they're we're overplaying a little bit, and they're putting it in the line. 20 to 13, Warriors with the serve. Lopez sets Berkey. Berkey, it's blocked. Nice job by Maylin. Berkey gets it over, and we've got somebody under the net. So it'll be Warriors a side out. Warriors get a break there. Somebody stepped on the line. And saying it was Rafe that stepped on the line. Number five, 2014. Warriors a little run here. Scored four straight. Lopez, Hookman handles it to Rafe. Quick set to Epling. Nice dig by Williams. Lopez passes it to Highsmith. Highsmith with a nice hit into the back row from behind the 10-foot line. Off of Dobson's hand and out of bounds. 2015 Warriors down five. Nice little run for the Warriors going here. Be interesting to see how much longer they go before um, 
Coach Paula Tony takes a timeout. Lopez handled by Wright to Rafe. Back to Wright on the left side. Dug up by Highsmith, but passes it back over. Skunk cap. Rafe sets right again. Wright hits deep. Dug by Sexton. Sexton finds the net there. And uh, Williams with the hit. Rafe with the set. And Highsmith let it go. Thought that it was deeper than it was. And it was just inside the line. Gloria with that having to make that split second decision. When you're down, though, you got to err on the side of playing the ball. Warriors down six, right with the serve. And it's out. Warriors get a break. Nice job by Skyler. Good decision there. 21 16. Warriors down five. Maylin Williams, first team all league for the Warriors this year, going to be serving. Williams with a nice serve, and they can't handle it. Really low, right at the feet of Dobson. She got under it, but could not get any lift on it, and Rafe couldn't get to it. Warriors down four, 21-17. Maylin Williams serves it. Wright handles it to Rafe. Rafe serves Hookman. Hookman into the net. She was trying to hit that ball from six feet behind the 10-foot line. And now Tony takes that timeout we talked about. It's 21-18. Warriors are down three, but finding a little momentum here. We're going to take a quick break, let you hear this message from On Point. Every great community has its own rhythm. And beat by beat, note by note, when you bank at On Point Community Credit Union, you play your part. Because On Point is about more than great banking. From financial education to supporting local schools, we invest our time, money, and energy to partner with local organizations that foster health and knowledge for everyone who calls this place home. And together, there's nothing we can't do. So join in. We're On Point Community Credit Union. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Warriors trail 21-13 in this third set. Down two sets to zero. Williams with the serve. Rafe, the hookman, tips. Lopez with the dig. Set back to Lopez. She hits deep. Dobson handles it right to the net. And Berkey wins that battle against Rafe. Rafe, the setter, only about 5-4 or so. And Berkey went up and won that battle at the net. Had the leverage there, and the Warriors are within two. 21-19. Proud of these girls and how they're fighting back here in set three. Williams with the serve. It's right to the net. Blocked. Warriors come down with it. Graham with the hit. Dug out of there. They hit back row. That's skunk cap. Graham with a good save. Williams will put that one over. It's a free ball. Right to Rafe. Rafe Hookman. Tips and finds nobody home. She is coming in there. She's flying in with all that power. And then she just tips the ball to where nobody exists. Just a tremendous athlete. That ability to hang in the air like that gives her such an advantage. 22-19 Burns. Warriors in desperate need of a side out. Lopez with the set. And they're going to say she was in the net. Nope, double hit. Oh, my goodness, another one. This is all the fans are going to talk about is how many double hits, Derek. That's all I'm talking about. (laughs) 23-19. I've never seen so many called Warriors take a timeout. It is uh, very peculiar and how they're calling this game. Not something that um, I have seen nearly this many called all year. So, not an easy situation going on the road. You travel, you come yesterday, you stayed in, what, Heinz last night. Yeah. Um, 
you come over, you do a little hit around in the morning, try to stay relaxed, and uh, playing against a really good team, a team that's different than any team you've played all year yeah. in terms of how they attack their ability to fly. Really, right and Hookman really causing problems. Well, even the style of athletes we've seen, we don't. I don't know if we have a team we face this year that has as many athletes around that are contributing to this. Um, you know, in the yeah. Pac West, we have two or three girls on a team that are. Yeah, they've got they've for. got a number of they've good got athletes. Of them here. Yeah, yeah. Some of their lesser players would be starters and and really good on some of the teams we've seen this year. Yeah, Vrell with the pass on the serve, the set, Berkey off the block, Rafe. Hookman, blocked, can't get to it. That time she went with power. 24-19 Burns. This is what it comes down to, folks. Warriors trailing two games to zero. Two sets to zero. And it is Swan serving for the game. And the match. Lopez, Berkey. Swan passes it off her hands. Out of bounds. Warriors are still alive. 24-20. Just an Swan just completely mishandled that ball in the back row there. It wasn't a hard one to handle. Berkey with the serve. Warriors can afford absolutely zero mistakes here. Berkey, nice serve. Right, the pass. Rafe chases it down to Hookman. Hookman into the net. Not much chance on that. Hookman's 15 feet from the net trying to serve kind of back over her shoulder or trying to hit back over her shoulder. 24-21. Berkey with the serve. Deep. Ooh. Right to Rafe. Rafe Hookman shoots it. Vrell. Vrell to Lopez. Lopez to Graham. It's dug back out by Graham. Lopez. Vrell hits deep. Dobson up to Rafe. Rafe sets middle. Lopez with a block. Saved by Berkey. Lopez puts it over just barely as she hits it back over. Hookman puts it down the left line, and the game is over. Hookman's ability to handle what was not really a good set. She came, she was expecting a set to the outside, came running towards the middle of the court to even get to that ball, and then turns and hits it right back down the line. Just impossible to handle that. Outstanding Burns team. Warriors yeah. end up losing 25-18, uh, 25-22, 25-21. And, uh, you know, it always felt all the way through there like, Burns was in control, though. Yeah. It never felt like like Amity really was was making Burns nervous. Yeah, well, in that third game, getting down 10 points, especially you're down 0-2, uh, Burns is able to relax a little bit more. Uh, they relax a little bit, but our girls, of course, their MO this year is not to give up. Uh, able to claw back to about a two-point or four-point game there, and uh, Burns just finally said, let's just put it away. Yeah, and uh, the bottom line is great season for the Warriors this year. I think they, they achieved more than what anybody thought they were going to achieve coming into this season. Um, you know, first round of the state playoffs for the first time in um, in seven seasons. And, uh, you know, hats off to the coaching staff, the kids. Everybody contributed to that. And uh, they ran into a, a really good Burns team. I've been interested to see how Burns does over at Forest Grove because uh, – they're going to be a tough matchup for most of the teams we've seen this year. Yeah, anybody for coming from our league, they'll have some troubles with them. Uh, I'm not sure what else is outside of our league, and we'll see how they, they match up. Well, and they lost uh, two games to one to Salem Academy in just a, a August little tournament thing where they only played three sets. Um, they lost to Cresswell, who's early in this season was one of the hottest teams in the state, uh, and I think finished number three overall. 
Uh, Salem Academy is number two. And uh, then they had a couple losses to Vale. Yeah. You know, and Vale's obviously a good squad. Well, in that first matchup, they're either going to face Sio or Cresswell over at Forest Grove. So, I, you know, from what we've seen of Sio, I don't think Sio hangs with these guys. No. Cresswell will come into that with a little bit more confidence, having already played them, beat them once earlier this year. Uh, but you got to think that. Uh, uh, Sio, if they do get past Cresswell, would really struggle with the athleticism of Burns. Yeah. Um, bottom line is um, Burns with uh, just superior athletes, and uh, and they're highly skilled athletes too. Yeah, uh, high they, IQ. Yeah, but they uh, they did a great job of of taking what our defense gave them. They didn't just play their game and make us respond to it. And our defense made adjustments. They they made adjustments on how they hit. Yeah. And uh, that's that's a high high skill level to yeah. be able to do that in high school. Uh, and so hats off to the Burns Highlanders. Um, obviously uh, a well-coached group um, that works hard and, and uh, brings a lot to the floor. And uh, we will see them probably in Lapine for basketball. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, I would agree. I mean, the one thing, agreeing with John Stearns, kind of the one thing that the Warriors don't have is a six-foot, three-inch middle hitter. <laughs> but I, I know... I thought we were going to have one. I really did a couple years ago. Uh, and for whatever reason, you know, that's just not how things played out in life. And uh, we hope Riley's having a great time in Colorado playing. Uh, she's a phenomenal kid, great great, uh, great, great volleyball player, and would have been a great basketball player had we been able to get her on the right. court in middle school. Uh, but anyway. I said uh, I have seen she has been doing very well over there. Yeah, she's, she's an outstanding talent. Well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We hope that uh, you have a great day wherever you are uh still a great day to be a warrior even if uh they lost to a really good burns team today uh football game one o'clock on saturday saturday versus brookings harbor at amity high school uh and so if you can't be there make sure that you are here listening to us till then have a great day everybody